Monday night. We're back again. It's time for the pod notes. And today we got special guests in the room, and it's husband and wife duo, mega team from Parkway Nutrition. It's Nikki and Debbie Ashcroft. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for coming in. So we thought with New Year on the horizon, we'd look at fitness, diets, that type of thing. We thought we'd get ahead of the game, do it a couple of weeks for Christmas. So yeah. what you want to know is your journey. What inspired you to get into this genre of fitness that you're doing? Can you explain your journey and how it began? Firstly, my health and a bit of weight loss. That's how I started. Yeah. I've been in health and fitness for over 14 years. Okay, so if let's rewind it back then. So tell us about yourselves, where you're from. Okay. Yeah. So my background is I owned a company um, mm-hmm. that trained people to be personal trainers and nutritionists. Owned that for about 14 years. Mm-hmm. So my passion has been in that for a long, long time. However, I knew what I was talking about, but I wasn't doing the do. I could train, train like a machine, but my nutrition was massively off point. That's my background. And I was just an electrician, just simple, normal lad. Mm-hmm. Go to work, come home, play footy, go to the pub the weekend. Thought I could eat what I want. Yeah, just... So, I, I know a bit about you, Nicky, and obviously yeah. you had something major that happened to your health. So can you give us the story? Yeah. Debbie, you can tell us about it as well and help him along with this journey. When he gets it wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we yeah, had back in 2018, I, I took a serious deal, pancreatitis, and put me in hospital for five months on life support. When I come out, it was, it was hard. It was 12 months recovering. Now, how long were you in hospital for? I was in for five months. Five months, mostly in ICU and HD. And, and what caused you to get that pancreatitis? Gallstones. Okay. And yeah, just as simple as that, gallstones. Gallstone come out the gallbladder and affected my pancreas. My pancreas died, ended up with sepsis, septicemia, pancreatitis, all the same, and a lot of other things. Uh, yeah, incredible. Which, you know yourself, yeah. you, you come to see me. Yeah, yeah. And I know Debbie... You know, throughout this journey, we in our pre-interview, we talked about why you got where you got. And you told me you put a, quite a bit, of considerable bit of weight on, didn't you, throughout that period? Because obviously you were by Nicky's bedside all the time, so you were just eating what you could when you could. So was that a big inspiration to you to start Parkway Nutrition? Yeah, so for me what happened was when Nicky was in hospital, as you've just said, I was there every single day. you come in when he was actually having a bad tear. Yeah, yeah, he had some sort of seizure, before, yeah. yeah. That could happen ad hoc. We didn't know when that was going to happen, so I was terrified to leave. So I'd eat what anyone would bring me up. So usually Costa coffee, Costa cakes, put loads of weight on. To equal motor hospital, I worked in a gym. So wrongly for a PT and a nutritionist who knows it's 80% nutrition, 20% movement, I tried to get rid of the weight by just training two or three times a day and fatigue the body. Then we went into lockdown and we thought we were on an all-inclusive holiday. Basically, just, you know, we <laughs> Prosecco got opened at midday, you know, the weather was dead nice. And then the red wine got opened a little bit later and put more weight on. I then had a hysterectomy right in the middle of COVID. And that's when it just went completely out of control. And I ended up putting three and a half stone on and just went to a size 16. So where did the inspiration then come to start Parkway Yeah, what was, what was the so point where you just thought, I started right, with desperation. So they say that you start with inspiration, either inspiration or desperation. And I was desperate. I was getting to the point where I wouldn't even go to the shops where I could potentially bump into anyone. 
of fear of them going, what have you done to yourself? That was that bad, wasn't it? So I tried the traditional route, counting calories, measuring macros. We were cycling sometimes 30 miles a day. Yeah. In fact, Cugsy, we used to bump into you quite regularly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we were doing all the traditional things and nothing was moving. And I started to get really, really scared and started to feel a little bit lost. And I was watching these transformations in a nutrition club not far from ours. And so I'm a bit like you, Paul, I'm a researcher. So I researched the products, I researched everything that there was to research, then reached out, out of desperation rather than inspiration. Started on plan myself. And within about four days, energy levels went through the roof. I started to feel like I was less bloated and started to get product results. And I'd say within about a couple of weeks, I was like, people need to know about this. I knew about it. A lot of people, so if you just rewind slightly back there when you've said with the training and the movements and that, you can't out-train a bad diet, can you? And that is where a lot of people that are going to go in January into the gyms that's going to be their mindset and they need to be educated on the right way to do it now obviously you're going to talk about some of your products today and we know that they do work and you're going to give us an explanation as why there is other other ways to do it i believe you know what i mean so when we're going to talk about what we talk about people are always going to you know try and pick holes in it which we'll try and fill them holes today when when we talk about each section as we go through it oh yeah so i started to feel really good energy levels started to go up and so for me, with being a nutritionist, and I, without sounding boring, it was important that I lost the weight, but without sacrificing any nutrients. I needed to make sure that I was giving the body everything that it needed. So that I stayed, I suppose, authentic to what I've always taught people. I taught people to be nutritionists, and I'm not just a nutritionist. And this plan I realized was gonna do that. So I just wanted other people to know about it. And listening to Joe's podcast the other day where he was talking about scepticism and people are sceptical. He was talking about his sector of industry. I was that sceptic person. I was a personal trainer. I was a nutritionist. Why didn't I just eat food? Why didn't I just count my calories, measure my macros? I tried that for 47 years and was getting nowhere, far bigger and unhealthier. So for me, it wasn't just about the weight loss. It was about your visceral fats. It was about your hydration levels. It was about increasing my muscle. It was everything else that went with it, not just the weight. When I started to see that going in the right direction is when I decided to start coaching. And that's where the inspiration come from. Okay. So a lot of when I hear about people doing diets, we know it's a little bit about being in calorie deficits, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, that's a part of it. It's undeniable. People are going to say, well, I can't stand being hungry. So your diet, how does that control that hunger? Does it level out? Is it a stage you've got to go through until your body adjusts to it? Can you explain how how that works? So firstly, I don't see it as a diet. It's a nutrition plan. You can't be on a diet for three years. And I've been on our plan for over three years now for different things. When we went skiing, we upped everything to me to make sure that we were able to ski you know, energy levels, muscle increase, yeah, stuff you, like that. You, I've, been with, I've been yeah. skiing with Nikki, I can verify that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he fell I over when we I, went, I never fell. Yeah, I don't remember beer being that no. loose. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. It was It was pre. He wasn't, as, you weren't as uh, no, I was, committed as me then. I was just watching these drinking then. Yeah. You know, <laughs> good boy. Um, so for me, as I say, I started out of desperation and at that point it was like, if I've got to starve, I'll starve because who hasn't done that? 
I don't reckon there's a woman on this planet who hasn't starved themselves to get into a dress or thinking that's the way to do it. But that wasn't going to be sustainable for me because I love my food. I'm a social butterfly. Anyone who follows me on social media will see that we eat out quite often and we do live a, a really busy lifestyle. We're away quite a lot, aren't we? Um, so when I first got on plan, I thought this is going to be a quick fix. Lose a stone or two and then I'll find another way of keeping the weight off and finding some kind of sustainability. And no, never been hungry in three years. I'd like to just say amazing story about the pair of you. Credit to you sticking together through what was obviously a tough time when Nicky got ill. He's lucky. Yeah. He is, yeah, yeah. He sat beside my bed every single day for five months from nine o'clock in the morning till eight o'clock at night. That's a podcast all of its own. Yeah. Never every mind all of the, the fact every that Every single yeah, day. Yeah, that's amazing. I don't think yeah. you've actually hit home with how horrific that actually was because yeah. I witnessed it and to see the two of you now come out the other side of it absolutely glowing at the minute. And you're doing really well. I take it. Yeah, that's a, that is amazing yeah. to see. So credit to you for that. You know, sticking together and the fact that you've took your experience <clears> and you've built something out of it. That's brilliant. Doesn't yeah. matter what. It doesn't matter what business you've built. The fact that you've come that far from such a low ebb. Credit to you on that score. That's oh, amazing. Thank oh, thank you. So. Obviously, like the main benefits are you're getting nutrition, you're losing weights and stuff. But what are the benefits that a lot of people don't realize? So a main one at the moment, I mean, for us, you were talking about inspiration before. Love that question, by the way. Um, inspiration before. What really, I suppose, for me at first, my business was going down the pan because of COVID. And I was looking for another opportunity. I needed to work. And I knew I couldn't go into employment because what Nikki had, you're quite right, Paul. There's a massive, and you are, John, there's a massive story there. Um, and you all know that it took a year for him to recover. He didn't come out of hospital after five months and recover. He was then in recovery for a year at home. I couldn't go into employment because I knew that if it happened again, I needed to be back next yeah, to the side of the bed. No again. idea what was going to happen, did we? No, no. no. And we still don't. You know, he's oh. been left with long-term illnesses. He's got diabetes. He's got um, splenic vein thrombosis. He's got varicose of the liver. He's been scarred from this. So things can go wrong and have gone wrong. Can I rewind to that then? Yeah. Do you have any idea of what caused your condition? A gallstone. Yeah, gallstones. And what causes them? It's cholesterol. cholesterol. Right. Um, so, which is so diet. a gallstone had come out the gallbladder and had gone back into a duct, which... You pank, back into the pancreas, stop the enzymes coming out the pancreas, and your enzymes basically break down your food, your proteins, your fats, carbohydrates. So there's no way for the enzymes to go, so they just went back to the pancreas. And, and broke that up like food. Okay, so prior to that, what was your diet? Just in the old days, what, what, any, anything what? I felt like. Anything Typical way yeah. he's diet, eat on the yeah. go. I mean, it wasn't like full English every day or nothing, but. Wasn't no. the best. Well, yeah, we were both overweight. Thought, like, I could eat what I wanted. So now you've yeah. talked about that condition has caused you to have diabetes. How do, does the nutrition plan help with the diabetes? Yeah. So it's... for us, we've always known this. Yeah. So when Nikki first got on plan, the reason that Nikki got on plan was he suffers with FOMO for one thing. He was seeing that I was <laughs> loving it and he wanted it and he was terrified he was missing out on something. But he could see my energy levels increasing he could see that i was getting product result because i did go on to lose three and a half stone 
Um, he was seeing how it was making me feel. You know, I was the agent. He was agent. Um, yeah, and he might have wanted to get in that little black dress as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on Saturday night. <laughs> now do you know it's true. Yeah. Uh, and so we wanted in. So, but before we could let him come on plan, because he's got such complex um, ailments, he hasn't got your normal type of diabetes. He's got something called type 3C. We made him go and check with his consultant first. So he went in with the products and checked that he was okay to go on this because we've been trying for a year at this point to try and regulate his blood sugars. And it was for anyone who's listening, it was almost touching brittle diabetes. And what I mean by that is there was absolutely no control of his no blood sugars. They could be high, they could be low. Oh. And his dietitian couldn't get it under control. His diabetes specialist couldn't get it under control. And I'm a nutritionist and I, and I adore him and I couldn't get it under control and we were panicking. So his consultant said, give it a go. You've got nothing to lose. And his blood sugar's regulated. Just balanced out. So we know, and we've known for a long time how good it is for people with diabetes, as in the support. And we've also known how good it is as an intervention, but we've never been able to make medical claims and we never have. All we've ever said is in our experience. However, but there's been research now, which is all over the internet, there's been research in America, quite in- intensive, vast research. And we've now, as a company, uh, come together to actually put together, well, we have created an intervention and support for diabetes. And I've been seeing pre-diabetes. And pre-diabetes. Yeah. So- I think that the really good thing about this is you can read up about like these products, but to actually be in the company of two people who you can see the physical benefits and effects of it Anybody that's listening to this, I'd like them to go out and give Parkway a, a follow or a, a read and basically take Nikki, for example, to go from where you were at yeah. to where you are now is like massive steps. And obviously that the health benefits to this are just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, do, do you know what's scary though? There's 4.3 million people in the UK with diabetes. And growing. And a million undiagnosed. That, that number's growing as well. Yeah, yeah. Obesity so, is one yeah. of them. That's yeah. the biggest challenge so for the, the health So the criticism that you'll come across from like gym owners and personal trainers, and I've come across this just as trained twice extensively over the years, is I see them moan about Herbalife. So I'm going to put some questions that they will put to you yeah, yeah. Uh, just to give balance to, to, to that interview with you today. So one of the ones is, is it's just calorie deficit. You can do it with the macros yourself. What differs from a diet that a PT might give you to your diets? So if I can just start by saying, hi, my name's Debbie. I'm a personal trainer. And I was the person who was throwing these questions to people before I discovered the plan. Yeah. I was also the person who'd spent 30 years trying to count my calories, trying to measure my macros and trying to lose weight and getting absolutely nowhere. And I'm I'm a level five nutritionist. So how sorry to all Susans out there, but how is Susan who works in Asda going to be able to measure macros? Supermarket Susan. Supermarket Susan. Do you know her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giving me number. Yeah. Uh, so how is she going to be able to do it when I'm a level five nutritionist and I couldn't get the balance? So my answer to them would simply be, my Instagram is parkway underscore nutrition. Come in and have a chat with me and give it a go because a lot of it is down to ignorance and I don't mean that negatively. That was me. I'm smirking because I thought you were going to say the proof is in the pudding. Then yeah. I was going to say, you're allowed to be pudding yeah. on that. Yeah, we are. So I'm just a protein one. And also a lot of it is, for, so for me as well, when I first started 
to become a coach, I couldn't promote it as a business. I could share my results because because I was training people to be personal trainers and I still owned the company at the time, I couldn't be seen as direct competition. So I didn't, I, I, I stuck to my rules. So I wasn't competition, I wasn't promoting the business. I was simply helping friends and family at that time because we are major competition. Because as you said before, Paul, 80% nutrition, 20% movement and any plan, and I'm not calling, everyone get the gym guys in January, nothing beats movement endorphins that are that Mental are released health. absolutely yeah. and also toning and the cardiovascular mm. all of it there's so much we should in my book we should be working together but my answer is as simple as until you've tried it you can't say nothing I mean, there's some brilliant personal trainers out there brilliant We've got personal trainers. But there's also personal trainers that it's just a conflict of interest to them just I, I, what off. i would like to say is that, that regardless of what your thoughts are on the plan or not I like the fact that it's you're doing it for yourself. I encourage anyone, it, don't start in January, start now. Yeah. yeah. Do it for yourself. I'd also encourage anyone uh, to actually go on like your social media sites because some of the pictures that you've put up and the transformations are absolutely incredible. Oh, some oh, of them thanks, are amazing, yeah. We had a girl in the other day, I'm not going to name people, and they will be listening because our whole club's going to be listening to this. So... She, she'll know who I'm talking about, so we adore you. And she's quite new. She's not long started in club. She's got an awful lot of weight to lose, and she's got an awful lot of visceral fat that she need, which is more important. They're the dangerous fats, the toxic ones that's around the organs. And she'd probably been, I think she had six visits, so probably about a yeah, week and a half, week, two yeah, weeks. Yeah. And she come in, she broke down in club the other day. And, and I mean, broke down and said that before she found this, uh, there was hopelessness. She, she was considering doing something. Yeah, I mean, before obviously, she... our last podcast that was talked about, we, we talked about, yeah. you know, people yeah, in, yeah. in situations. Yeah. So obviously, we'd always advise to talk to people as well. You know, even yeah. if you do come to your local club, your local gym, contact the podcast and say, I'm struggling. But we, we always advise that. Another big question I was going to ask you, and this always comes up with personal trainers, that, that they've accused Herbalife of being a pyramid scheme obviously there's a product right and it's got to be sold so i disagree with that i've looked at it and i can see how people think but isn't heaven a pyramid scheme and i'll tell you why i had a long think about this when i was going to ask you this question today and i thought in work you have bosses and then management middle management supervisors and then the people at the bottom so you're always going to get that chain the fact that it's it's looked upon like that i found quite strange how it's pigeonholed into a pyramid scheme but is there anything else you can add to, yeah to so that? pyramids if you google the real term of a pyramid scheme someone loses at the bottom that's what a pyramid scheme is that there's there's always a loser there's always a loser at the someone bottom. puts money in and gets nothing out of it gets nothing yeah. out of it that's pyramid. so we're what's known as multi-layered marketing so everyone benefits, no one puts. So when we set the business up, and I can say this because we do it, but it cost us 39 pounds to set the business up. My last business cost me 15, well, what? 150,000 yeah, yeah. to set up. This one cost me 39 pounds. So there's no pyramids and, and I got product for that. Mm. So yeah, I got something for that as well. Everyone benefits from it and it's just, so before I started doing this, not too much I thought it was a pyramid scheme because I'm not ignorant enough to know. I've been I've been captured in a pyramid scheme years and years and years ago and ended up the loser at the bottom of the pile. I knew it was multi-layered marketing, but I thought it it was something and nothing. Yeah. Didn't see how I could make and I had no intention at the beginning, but when I did start coaching, couldn't see how I was gonna make a living out of it. If I'm being dead honest, I loved helping people. 
I love the results. Still own two businesses at the time. Let's see what comes of it. And when I went into it, I was a business owner of a limited company and a partnership. And if I'm being dead honest, I knew about limited companies, partnerships, sole traders, and that was probably it. I didn't even for a second believe multi-laid marketing was something that you'd look at. Now we know different. I think we're, there's this mentality going around now that you can't provide a product, service, advice without there being some catch. Some negative. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's just the way negativity works now because yeah. without the internet, if you were just doing that and were being successful and people were getting successful results, it wouldn't exist. But we go back to, again, the internet is can be used for good, but it can also be used for bad. Yeah, and of course it can, yeah. That's, well, the people say a pyramid scheme, this is multi-layered marketing. The people at the bottom are losing. Well, they're losing weight. And that they're buying a product to help them get healthy. So if that's the bottom of the pile, I mean, it's not a bad minimum. The bottom of it, you know what I mean? You're probably adding time to your life. And exactly. can you put a price on that? Exactly. So even if it was yeah, expensive. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's talk about the price. What is your typical costing of your typical average, maybe slightly overweight person? Or does it... Does it vary from person to person? It varies. And, you know, when someone comes in, for we have we do what's called a free wellness evaluation. So someone will come in, we'll go through where they are now, where they want to get to, and we'll put a solution in place. It will vary dependent on how quick they want to get there, what kinds of things they need to consider. Are they carrying a lot of visual fat? Are the hydration levels low? So it, there's an awful lot to consider. For me, I can only, again, use me. I'll use me as an example. When I first started on plan, we were furloughed. We were absolutely broke because any pe- any money I was getting on furlough was having to pay for the rent of because I was a business owner. You went down about £700 a week, didn't you, in your salary? But I knew I'd found something that was going to make me healthier, so I invested in my health. But when I sat down and compared it, it worked out cheaper for me. So I'll try and give a comparison. So when I first started on plan, I didn't get three and a half stone overweight from eating salad. Yeah. I got three and a half stone overweight from drinking wine every night, drinking Starbucks coffees, going and getting meal deals, going to your your restaurants, like takeaways and and stuff like that. We saved, we worked out and we saved something like £620 a month when I started on plan. Okay, could you loosely give us a figure, a, a range, what it might cost you, or is it difficult to do no, that? No, it is, because it depends what they're going to get. It and what they want, so then they yeah. could maybe lose weight, and then they were looking to build muscle, and so they maintain. might go up with a protein yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. Or yeah. they might then get somewhere and go, right, now we want to maintain. So it's a bespoke plan, really. People need to look at yeah, what the goals are and what the sort of targets they want to set. Not only is it like the individual benefits as well, you've got the community that it builds. So when you go on that plan, you've got other friends that are on that plan, and then... You've got yous that are there for the support, like that lady that was... Wow, that what a question that is. Came apart your product. Yeah. It, like, I can't believe you come from my lungs. <laughs> Do you want a job? Yeah, my oh, God. Oh, you're right, though, for him. Uh, some of the people... The <clears> relationships <throat> people make. It, yeah, I mean, people come in, and the first time they come in, they sit in the corner, don't speak a word, and they come in, they're, they're timid, they don't say nothing. A couple of days later, they're in the middle, and they're chatting away with everyone, they've made yeah. friends, and next thing they're on social media groups with different people, and... I think the the lady that you spoke about before, you know, if if she does get to listen to this, I'll just turn around and say you're probably a very, very lucky person to have come across two people like yourselves because she couldn't be in a better place. She's going to get all that encouragement, all that help, and then at the end of it, the, the benefit to herself, which she can then... It's like paying it forward. 
Yeah. She'll yeah. get the benefits of it and then she'll pay it forward to somebody else and it'll just be and like it looks a domino like Parkway Nutrition, I follow on social media and I've followed it closely for a while. That there's that support network of community that you talk about. Obviously, yeah. with the podcast, we're a community podcast, we talk about that. That's why you guys are here. And it's brilliant because we're already we're connecting the dots. Like people will probably contact you, us to contact you, or we'll pass on your thing, or they can look on our our platforms yeah, and yeah. find you quite easy. And that again is encouraging people to to go forward positively and get the help we and support have, we have been quite balanced as well because we've had our men from the Purple Olive on we're going there Christmas Eve we're going on Thursday big shout out to our men the guy what, what you've just been saying is so honest to God so important so we we do things like Mulvama we do community walks with the whole club we, we climb we climb that mountain that is Mulvama 40 going on Mulvama on Sunday morning, brilliant. And it's, then 50 of us went to Grilla, or it's called... It's, it's mad you should say that, because one of our things that we're going to work towards... We're going to do a pod notes Yeah, pod notes pod walk is yeah, something we, we, we're going to launch over Christmas that we're going to try and get people out and get them moving, even if it's one person. Yeah. And they want to talk. They might just want to get stuff off the chest. You might want to maybe talk about things that they've seen on the show and they need help with, i.e. your diet, yeah. i.e. going to yoga. We've had yoga teachers on... We're going to have gym instructors coming on. There's lots and lots to talk about in a positive attitude. In a horrible negative world, we're forging positivity into yeah. it. And so are you guys. Yeah, we are. So, well, well being, being, being on the level, though, people may criticise what you're doing, but it's not like you're running an office selling fags no. and booze, is it? No. Well, no. people will have but, their but, priorities, and yeah. this, is what, this is what we've learned to it. Because at first we were judgmental, I just didn't get it. Because I suppose I made that conscious decision to stop drinking. Don't get me wrong, I still like a wine when I go out. But I was drinking a bottle of wine every single night. I made that conscious decision to change my lifestyle. But not everyone's priorities are there. You'll get people who come in and you'll run through the plan with them. You'd be spoke it and determine what the price will be to them. And they'll go, no, I can't afford that. But, but they smoke a, 20 ciggies yeah. and they'll always have those ciggies. They'll never run out of You'll never see them without a packet of ciggies in their pocket. Yeah, and they'll pay, you'll go to the pub and buy £5 for a pint, which is absolutely disgusting anyway. And then you buy a Starbucks coffee, there's another six quid gone. Yeah, and the amount it. of calories that are in yeah. them, them two items I've just spoke to are huge. Now, that'd probably go a lot of the way to paying a weekly partner, I should imagine. It was. So, you know, it's about balance, isn't it? And it's about discipline as well. Now, if you want to get across the line, I think that mindset's a big thing as well. You've got to be in the right mindset, and that's where you can This puts you in the right mindset, yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest, I, I, I don't smoke and I don't drink, but I'm terrible as for stress eating. That's the thing that I do. Yeah. And I'm bad for it. I just, you know, and I do struggle with controlling that. You know, everyone has a little We advice. can help, John. <laughs> but, well, you know, this, this but there's a lot of people yeah, out there, because the fact is, this time of year, right, the adverts, they make drinking seem very glamorous, don't they? Yeah. We all fantasize yeah. about sitting next to an open fire with a little glass or something. Yeah, quaffing, you know? quaffing yeah. brandy. Yeah, <laughs> they give you that. Yeah. They give, yeah. Snow on outside. But that's one month a year. But the marketing of sugar-filled processed food is everywhere, and it's all year all round. Year round yeah. It's okay. all year round. Yeah. So I'd like to pick up on another point there. That is a great point about the food chain at the moment. In our pre-interview, Debbie, we talked, and you said something absolutely fantastic about supermarket aisles. Can you just elaborate what you said? Oh, my. It, it, it just tickled me. I seen a post, can't remember, a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago, whatever it was, 
Have you noticed when you walk in the supermarket, they have an aisle named healthy food aisle. And then there's 19 other aisles that obviously aren't healthy. Right, so is that the, are they the toxic food aisles? The to, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 yeah. The poisonous ones? No, when you say, I've seen that. And I mean, obviously I've been in this line of work for, well, it's coming up to 15 years now in the health and fitness world. We've probably been more focused on nutrition for the last three years. And it's when you start seeing things like the, the things you see when your mindset changes and you want to just make sure. And don't, I, I don't want anyone sitting there thinking, because you will see us in the Purple Olive on Christmas Eve. You will have seen us in Riva Blue at the weekend. You know, we do go out and we do enjoy nice foods and we do have a drink every now and then. Nikki doesn't, but I do. But we make good choices. But we certainly don't live in the non-healthy aisles. It's the it's moderation is key, but is. a lot of people don't have a choice but to eat from their miles. Either it's uneducated, it's, it's cheaper. And the government have got a lot to answer for. So I'm gonna go on a little white side government rant now because <laughs> can't be and we'll go back to COVID as well. Like now, if you want to make your nation healthy, you shut that shit down. You get there yeah. all the dirty, horrible, sugar laden foods and you cut them out and you go for wholesome food hopefully not genetically grown because they've not got the nutritional value they once had decades ago, which is another axe I've got to grind, but that might be for another show. Now, obviously someone's come and made balanced diets with, with your products yeah. and it effectively works and we can see that. So the government needs to have a word with themselves, don't they? Like, it's well, not a difficult thing to do. It's not, but then, ugh, and do you know what? I don't, I, I've got to be careful. I don't go down what I want to say. Yeah, we, I, I do have to be careful with that, but... The lobbyists. The lobbyists control political decisions, don't they? Or they have influence Governments don't it. care about your health. They never have. They wanted to send you to war. So why would they care about your health now? Yeah. God, yeah. my lips didn't move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine. And do you know, and you're dead right what you were saying, Paul, so we don't have the same soils being used to grow food at the minute and there's what's known as soil exhaustion. Yeah, save so the you, soil. You have an orange all over it. and you think you're getting vitamin C. Trust me when I tell you, you ain't getting vitamin C. Yeah, you're getting hardly anything in that because it's the same soil from 70 years ago. So not a, there's a lot of supplementation you need. I take 100%. supplements because I know the stuff's not in the food I'm well, eating. And that's all we are. What we do is we, we provide balanced nutrition that will give your body bespoke the optimum level of health that it needs. So you will get the macronutrients your body needs and it'll get all the micronutrients it needs. That is the clue to good health. I saw this thing as well, which is a weird fact, and it was like an orange in the 70s had two times the amount of nutrition as it does today. So what yeah. better way to get nutrition than... Supplementation. Yeah, we certainly think these companies want to have more output with less... It's it's maximum less profit. quality. Yeah, yeah. But like, realistically, we should be eating less, but having better nutritional value. Yeah. Well, remember it, the, so the five a day itself, nutri- yeah. Five fruit yeah. and veg a day. Remember that campaign? I mean, it was yeah. around for years. One, you don't see it no more. It's gone. No, you never remember the last time you seen eat five a day. It's always it's whenever you see adverts, it's always in very very small print yeah. at the bottom. This is one of your. It used to be on every bus sure, five a day. Can you remember when you were kids? It'd be an apple a day kept the doctor away. Yeah. yeah. Then it went to government. You need five pieces of fruit a day to keep the doctor away. It's now ten. They can't and say ten, no, can they? Because well, that sounds like nineteen hundred calories, isn't it? Ten pieces five? of fruit is nineteen hundred calories. And you've got to be starving still. Yeah, yeah. but what they're saying is you need 10 pieces of fruit now to get even the slightest amount of minerals. It's like they can ask themselves up if they say that. People don't get onto it. You said five. You know, people are just like, yeah, yeah, now we need 10. And they've got like a bit of a 
jingle to go with it. Well, all of this, what you're just saying now, like about the, the vitamin levels and fruit you're getting now, that is something that I'd, I've never even heard of until, and, and, and until late right now. People, and like probably 95% of the people in the country don't know that, I would say, as well. It's only... Get seasonal veg, fruit and veg, didn't you? Get we, strawberries at Christmas now, can't you? So yeah. Yeah. We Where veg all the time. We veg all the time, but to have a colourful plate and because I like veg. Yeah. We have supplementation to get our minerals. Okay, so to wrap this up now, if we want to find you guys, how do we find you? So we've got an actual face-to-face club, so a tangible club in Garston by Garston Park on Garston Road. On Instagram, we're Parkway underscore nutrition, and on Facebook, we're Parkway Nutrition Club. Now, you send me them, Debbie, and I'll put the links in the description of the podcast, and I'll also give them puns on our own social media. So if anyone's looking this year or even early next year to get into that mode of sorting your health out a bit, you'll be able to contact you guys. Okay. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Brilliant. Amazing. Right. So we're gonna move on to Lost the Music, but it's a special this week. Yeah, everybody it's, at Christmas. Yeah, it's, it's coming down, it's movie time, isn't it? Yeah, so it's Lost the Music at the movies. So Debbie, you're going to go first this week. I asked you to pick a song. It's got to be in a movie, yeah. based on a movie. What did you pick? So I've picked Sade, No Ordinary Love. And what movie was that from? Indecent Proposal. We wanted that as our wedding song and changed our minds at the last minute so we were made Ooh, up we've got it here I've now. got my wedding song one on in here what was the what was the I was like your wedding I know what it was yeah. <laughs> what did you change it to we changed it to a bit of flack First time, time ever. I love mine in now. Then I'll talk about weddings. Sus. <laughs> I went for Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now by Starship. And it was like the dance, first dance at my wedding. Starship. And it was from the movie Mannequin. So I had that for me. Wasn't Starship okay. the remains of Jefferson Airplane? Yeah. It was, Ronnie. Yeah. yeah. So, Nicky, what was your choice? My, it was People Are Strange, The Lost Boys. Oh, uh, but the Echo and Bunny Men version yeah. from the film. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. put that on. I had that as one of mine. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. What a movie, by the way. When you're unwanted, the streets are under. When you're down, when you're strange, faces come out of the rain. When you're strange, no one remembers your name. I'd like to just go on and say I'm in a room full of people now and use it all strange <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next one's from Facebook and it's from our queen of the meme Lisa Potter 
she picked Deborah's theme from Once Upon a Time in America. nice bit of culture there from the world's most sarcastic lady <laughs> but i like a bit of classical music now i've started getting into it a little bit with you human lisa sending the likes of that so my song is from risky business which is an amazing film by the way and it's in the air tonight by phil collins oh great choice i went on an 80s movie theme as well and i've gone for power of love huey lewis and the news because it just that just burns me <laughs> Go on, try and not tap it out. Go on, try. One of them films, no matter how many times you've watched it, if it's on the telly, you'll watch it, you won't watch you? It. It's brilliant. And Cugsy, your last, what did you pick? Yeah, uh, I picked one by um the master himself, Mr. David Bowie. Uh, and it's Boy. Absolute Beginners from Absolute Beginners. <sighs> So for anyone wanting to know anything about Lost in Music, if you're listening for the first time, there is a link in the description to the most smorgasbord-sized... It's, it's eclectic, isn't Eclectic it? mix of music ever on Spotify. It's a musical pulpity. Yeah, so the link will be in the description <laughs> again. And that was this week's Lost in Music. Okay, yeah, time for something positive now. I don't know if anybody's been listening or keeping track of the news, but Brad Whale, shout out to Brad Whale. Yeah. Uh, Brad went on, he's, he's only a young fella, and uh, he went on Deal or No Deal, and he went on no Deal or No Deal with the with the goal of trying to win as much money as possible so he could achieve everything on his bucket list, because sadly Brad's got motor neurone disease, which is a debilitating condition. Now, unfortunately, on the show, Brad only won a fiver, which is obviously doesn't get him very far with his bucket list, but one of the other contestants started the GoFundMe. I think they've smashed through a hundred grand for the lad. Wow, amazing! That just needs speaking about that. That's well done, Brad. We talking but about well done to whoever started that. Yeah, we're that, talking uh, about paying it forward. That is the ultimate paying forward to, to help him yeah. achieve his life goals. I know, but obviously we're coming to the turn of the new year. Bucket lists. What have you got? <sighs> one thing. 
You can have one thing. It doesn't have to be the ultimate thing, but just something you'd really like to do. I've got one thing. I think one thing on my bucket list is going to see the Northern Lights in Lapland. In I think Lapland. that's up there. Up there in Northern Norway. Definitely going there because I just love countries where it's always snowing me. I wish I would have had the snowman sound effect now. The walking in the air. You're walking in the air. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Coxie, bucket list. I know. To go and see you two at the sphere in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I was going to say a gift voucher for Parkway oh, yeah. Nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> We're based in Garston Calling, then, you sound. <laughs> Why so? Probably a heli drop in Japan for snowboarding. Okay. To be, be taken up to somewhere and do a heli drop we talked about it for a lot of, year, lot of years when we've been snowboarding there and Japan is one of the places I want to go on and, and do like a twin centre do the mountains and do Tokyo that's, as well as that's all well and good but that was mine and I was first so you'll have to find <laughs> something else guys Nikki Oof. mine's the same as yours Flynn mine's to go and see the Northern Lights in North Norway and we yeah. actually had Tromso a place called Tromso yeah. have a little look oh, booked yeah. and amazing. Covid happened the day before we were flying out got cancelled yeah, got cancelled didn't it so have a look at Tromso, Flynn. It's looks will, real. Yeah. Mine might be jumping out the helicopter with Paul. <laughs> but on my skis, not my yeah. snowboard. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. He's not doing it. He's not allowed. <laughs> Going back to it, though, isn't that amazing what the, the people have cared enough to help that guy? Oh, it's amazing. Oh, amazing I mean, yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's it's a phenomenal gesture, isn't it? We, yeah. we can't deny that. But like, no, I just wanted to end the year with a, a positive. Can I just throw a slight negative in, though, on top of that? How, how shit are mobile phones now? Agreed. I'm sick of it dropping out. I'm being in a conversation with someone and going on with myself, and then it's dropped out. And they've said after things. You What's pay, going on? Well, yeah. Look at Apple. You pay twelve hundred pounds for a top of the range phone, and you're like that. Oh yeah, I've got this Bosch phone. Camera does this. Cameras are great, but then the network providers they're supposed to be creating all this massive, perfect five G infrastructure, and yet. You'd be walking along the road and you just got no signal. And you're paying a hell of a lot of money per month yeah. to get a service that's not, basically not to go on with shit. ourselves, but sort it out. Ah. Nokia thirty three ten. Get a good yeah. network. So you get off Tesco network and get a good one. I'm on Vodafone, you cheeky bastard. <laughs> so I just want to say what a podcast team it's been the last, I think, fourteen weeks, twelve to fourteen weeks. Yeah. All I just want to thank all the guests that came on. It's been an amazing experience so far. I want to shout out to Joe Me Barber. Who yeah, yeah. Joe the Barber put me up with the team on Friday. So nice one for that, Joe. And um, <laughs> me nan who's going over to Australia to spend Christmas with me uncle Steve, Miles, Tilly. Shout out to you, he's having an amazing Christmas. And we have got the Christmas quiz on the 21st of December yeah, over at the yeah. Cookhouse in Walton. If anyone if, wants to join us. If yeah. anyone wants to join us. So, yeah, that was my shout-outs. I'll give a shout-out to anybody who listens to the podcast. Uh, a massive thank you to Debbie and Nikki for coming in tonight. Welcome. Yeah. Brilliant, Brilliant interesting conversation and uh, very worthy um, to get involved with. So anybody who wants to, go on their socials and go and better your life. Yeah, shout out to all of the guests we've had on so far this year, including Debbie and Nikki. Obviously, thanks for coming on. Thank you again. Shout out especially to the listeners. Like, we literally, as Flynn said, we're in our infancy. We've smashed a thousand downloads, which is amazing. It's about 1,500 now, I think. You're joking. It's it's, like, uh, we're at nearly, nearly, I think it's 300 a week, something like that. Massive shout out to everyone who's supporting. Um, it means the world. Um, obviously, 
um, on a personal note, uh, shout out to Father Christmas and the Owls. Keep it, you know, yeah. come on, you've got my list. Big, big shout out to Joe Power last week. Yes. Massive. But he already knew podcast. that. Yeah, yeah, he did. He knew it was coming. <laughs> Lee Bredo, David Ashton, Lisa Williams, Lisa Potter, Jay Ryan, Jay Kendall, Mark Harmon, Jay Melv. Ryan, yeah, Melv, Sai, everyone. Everyone who's been supporting the podcast and being a part of it. Really well done. Uh, just a thank you to you, Lot, for having us and letting us tell our story. And I think there's a lot more to the story. There's going to be a second podcast. We're going to get yeah. well. Your, yeah. your journey from where you were to where you are now will be worthy of a podcast alone. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, because it was fun. And well done for like getting back. Yeah, to nearly oh, normal. Yeah, because yeah. I, I well, seen I, you mate, and it wasn't a pretty sight. I never thought I'd walk again. Honestly, I never thought I'd come out of hospital. But obviously, I got on plan, and I was playing football in two months. Playing football twice a week, two, three months Brilliant. later, and playing, and then started playing cricket. I never ever thought I'd even walk again. Do you know what I mean? Any so, shout out, Steph? Yeah, can I just massive shout out to all of my customers who've trusted me for the last three years? Absolutely love every single one of you. Love you all. Yeah, and to our team as well. Our team of coaches are just absolutely diamonds. Right, I believe this is the last podcast until Christmas. Well, I've got one funny coffee pod up my sleeve. You're cutting it close to me, Mum. Yeah. You're banned from talking about podcast over so- Christmas. Sorry, he? just Yeah, he's banned. <laughs> we'll, go he's banned. For, we'll go out before Christmas. <laughs> right, anyway, this is my lab, last podcast, so Merry Christmas, everyone, and that was The Pod Notes.